0: Welcome back to the show, girls. Today we have Miss Natasha with us. She's a Canadian lady that at the time of the recording had been a dancer for four shifts. So she was brand new and she has some great advice for girls just getting started. She thought about becoming a dancer for three years before she finally decided it was time to go in. And she says her biggest regret is not going in sooner. So do yourself a favor if you've been waiting and get going. We talk about acting at work being yourself, playing a role, adapting to what the man is looking for. She talks about quizzing her customers. We discuss how nervous she was her first night and way before even going in, how alcohol played a role in helping her chill out, but also the importance of not relying on alcohol. We talk about club atmospheres and how different they can be. If you're not comfortable at a club, keep looking because all clubs are not alike and they're definitely not all ran the same or have the same type of clientele. Don't be afraid to search for one that you really like. We talk about schedules, making money on and off the clock, how working in a club will raise your confidence to a new level or place that you probably didn't know existed. We talk about safety and much, much more. This is a great interview, especially for anyone that hasn't started yet. I've had a couple of girls tell me that they're looking for longer episodes to listen to while they're in the bathtub or working out. And I would say this makes for the perfect episode. The intro is a bit rough. We were having some connection issues, so I don't start it off too properly, but we get around to it. Thanks for listening. I hope you get a ton of value from this. And thanks again, Natasha, for being a part of the movement to freedom for girls that need the help. We're in this together, and I appreciate your time incredibly. All right. Enjoy. Hello. Hey, that's better. Yeah, much better
1: there. How are you? I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm doing excellent. Thanks for getting on the phone with me.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Thanks for having me.
0: What's your stage name? Natasha. Natasha, that's cute. How did you come up with that?
1: I'm involved with some groups on Facebook that are like all women and I just kinda posted some of my photos and I just said, What would you see me as if it wasn't my actual name? And so I kind of did that and I asked some of my actual friends and Natasha was so uh came up quite
0: often actually. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I don't know if you have heard this or not, and not that it necessarily matters, but apparently dancers are starting more and more to use actually believable real names as opposed to Bubbles or, you know, whatever, something silly, yeah. something that's obviously yeah. not a real a real person's name. So how long have you been dancing for? So tonight will be my fourth night. Oh, okay. Let me just go ahead and introduce you real quick. Everybody, this is Natasha. Natasha's brand new to dancing. And again, thank you so much for doing this. I've just started to reach out to the girls and be like, hey, you're new. <laughs> Would you like to yeah. talk about your experience? Because so many girls don't want to get into this industry because they're afraid. And they really have no idea. They have no idea at all what, what they're getting into or what things could be like. So, why did you decide to start stripping?
1: Well, I've been, like, pondering the idea for quite some time. Like, I mean, a few years. Uh, I like to research a lot of things. I like to go in at least a little bit prepared, as much as I can in almost any situation. So, I guess it's just kind of like the freedom that really speaks to me, and as well as obviously the money.
0: Yeah. How did you know that freedom and money were going to be involved?
1: I think just from sort of watching everyone on YouTube, and then I guess just kind of like I've been to like I would go to strip clubs and I would kind of like talk to them and just ask them questions and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Like
1: I also like dancing too, right? Like I like
0: that's dancing. good. That's I'm very helpful. Of, like seduction, right? Yeah. There's a book called The Art of Seduction. Have you heard of it? No, I haven't. Girl, you gotta check it out. It's fucking awesome. There's this guy named Robert Green that that wrote this book. And I think there's like, I don't know if it was seven or nine main types of seduction. But all of us have one that's like inherent in who we are. And mine is not necessarily the right one to use in a strip club, I don't think. The main one I think to shoot for is the siren, which is basically the Marilyn Monroe type girl. Have you experimented with that? When you go in to work, how do you act? Do you play a role completely or so far are you still kind of like yourself, but at work? Or have you thought about it much?
1: Um, I would say almost both. Okay.
0: So I kind of play it
1: customer basis so there's some guys that you know they want to feel like they're the king and so obviously you and I, I try to obviously make everyone I try to like accommodate everyone like what everyone's looking for
0: yeah um,
1: but then there's some guys that like you to be the boss and you to tell them what to do so I really try to play into that
0: yeah um, there's a lot of that and I mean, I'll... myself I uh most of the time I've been approached like I haven't even really had to do That's awesome.
1: Guys just come to me, so it's.
0: Okay. Do you feel like you're doing something in particular to make guys approach you?
1: Maybe my style. From listening to your videos, last night I actually just asked some people why they came to me or like what made me stand out. Yeah. And a lot of times they said that it's like my style, the way that I carry myself. It's intriguing, so.
0: Interesting. That's, yeah. Yeah. that was kind of what I gathered when you said that is you maybe have a very open type of style like a very uh how do I say this well enticing would is the word that comes to mind I'm not sure how else I could frame that do you catch yourself looking at customers and kind of like eyeing them like hey you know you can yeah, come over yeah. here I look, like I'll walk to the club and I'll just like notice guys
1: looking at me so I'll shoot them a little smile and you know what I mean? Like, just a sexy little smile. Yeah. I mean, I carry on doing what I'm doing, and then come back and have a chat, like,
0: go and chat with them, or they approach me, or, or whatever. Interesting. Then, so tell me about your first night. How did you feel?
1: Oh, goodness. I was so nervous. Like, oh my goodness. Even to, even when I was like, buying lingerie, just the actual thought of like, oh my God, okay, I'm actually doing this. Like, getting my nails done, I'm I never, I haven't had fake nails since, like, great ten. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm very, very active. I do a lot of sports. So, well, not sports. I go to the gym and I rock climbing and stuff like that. But, uh, That's awesome. So, like, even just getting my nails done, like, going to pick out shoes, like, I was shaking.
0: Oh, uh, my God. Then,
1: yeah, it was, uh, it was something. But then, you know what? I went in there and um, the manager made me feel so comfortable. I, I like, I scouted out a couple clubs and, um... The one club I went to, I like, as soon as the girls knew what I was there for, they were just, like, giving me dirty love. Like, I just, you know what I mean? Like, the they, they weren't welcoming. Whereas this club, not that, you know, everyone was, like, really super smiley and stuff like that, but they were definitely a lot more nice and approachable, you know? So that was, yeah. And then I know that uh, you shouldn't rely on alcohol,
0: but no. I did do a couple shots just to kind of ease the nerves a bit. Did it help? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: I mean, yeah, just to calm myself down and relax a bit, for
0: sure. Yeah, I know. Trust me. I know exactly what you mean. The yeah. only reason I tell girls not to do it, to rely on it, is because I ended up taking it way too far. I mean, way too far. But that's over an accumulation of lots of years and just way too much drinking so but yeah okay that's really I think I mean I don't know I think that that could be important here just a couple of shots can help me because it does it really can I mean even just a glass of wine can make you incredibly relaxed as opposed to I don't know necessarily that wine's a good one to do at work because I don't want to say it can make you slower but it is a lot thicker what did you drink
1: I just do straight shots of whiskey
0: oh okay yeah that's what
1: I do and I do think it is important though to really like emphasize like not relying on alcohol because I know myself personally I actually have like two other jobs but my one job is I'm a bartender and Mm. uh yeah so over the course of a couple of years I managed to pick up a, a little bit of a habit no, definitely a habit, and it, it's just not healthy. So try not to rely on it. It does ease the nerves, but just
0: leave it at that. And don't take it further. Yeah, I think that's really good that you emphasize that because alcohol can be. A, I mean, it can, man, especially in that in the entertainment kind of industry. Especially if they push it on you, because a lot of clubs will make the dancers say yes, which is totally oh, okay. wrong. Yeah. Which is totally wrong. Wow. I mean, it's not. Yeah, I I got to the point. Canada? What's that? Is that
1: like an American? Like I don't know. Maybe I haven't. Like because I haven't been to that many clubs.
0: But oh, that's right. You're I, in the where, terrible. you're in Canada, right? Yes, I am. Okay, okay, that's cool. How much are your dances there?
1: Twenty dollars.
0: Twenty dollars. Does the club keep a portion of that, or
1: not? This club. Oh, that's good. Um, so you do have to pay to get into the. The VIP room, but again, I mean it's cheap too. It's like ten dollars for the week, and then Friday and Saturday it's twenty bucks. But then that gives you access all night. What? Um, and then yeah, you keep all your money, whereas the other club that I would be licensed to go to as well, they do take ten percent.
0: Now is that just a VIP rooms or is that of all your dances? All your money. Oh damn. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, that's really good that you pointed out also that you went to a couple club, was it a couple that the girls weren't very inviting and you didn't feel comfortable and then you found a club that you did like? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome because man, environment makes, God, it can make such a big difference. I've had managers make my life hell. I've had like, I've had, Mm -hmm. yeah, and the clientele can range radically too at different clubs. Yeah 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 so what was your audition like
1: we don't audition here what yeah so well the club that the clubs that i've been to no i mean basically all i had to do was send a photo and then they let you know if they would like you to dance there and then you go on about your your schedule
0: wow that's awesome so what is your schedule like there
1: well, I'm freelance, so I just come and go whenever
0: I want. That's awesome. Was that all clubs? Yeah, the one that I've been going
1: to, I don't know if there's any girls that are, like, on the books. I think that we're all just kind of freelance. But the other clubs, they do have a schedule.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah, that range is here, too. There's some clubs you can come and go whenever you want. Do you have an hourly time frame that you have to stay in? Like, if you go to work, do you have to stay for four hours or... Can you leave whenever you want? No, I, honestly,
1: I think you can just go whenever you
0: want. Dude, that's perfect. That's yeah. how it should be. I mean, that really is how it should be. If the club isn't paying you to be there, they really should let you leave whenever you... I think legally they should let you leave whenever you want, but some yeah. places don't do that, so... Do you like? Do you have to be there for a certain amount of time at the club you work at? It depends. It honestly depends on which... So right now, I'm not working at any place. The last place I was at was in San Francisco, and they, oh God, it was crazy. I wanted to work day shift. So I came in on day shift and if you were there by 12 o'clock, by noon, if you were on the floor by noon, they would only, only, right? Which is still crazy. Take 20% of your money and you would keep 80% of it. But if you came in 10 minutes, this is what I heard. I never showed up late, so I don't know. If you came in 10 minutes after 12, they would take of your money. Yeah, 40%. And you were supposed to set a schedule every week. So I think it was on Sunday, they would come up to you and give you a piece of paper that you're supposed to fill out. And you're supposed to fill out like three days a week. I think it was three that you're supposed to be there for the following week. But I got to the point that I was writing one day in there. And then if I wanted to show up, Otherwise, outside of that time frame, then I would just show up and I would be there before 12 and I would still get to keep X amount of my money. The laws in California are awful. I've never worked in Canada, though. I don't know. Do you have to use a social security number there or anything?
1: Certain areas, you, ha- you, you are required to have a license. So I had to go and get my license. I didn't, they wouldn't accept my social security number at all. Why? Um, I had to provide a passport. I have no idea. So I had to provide a passport,
0: birth certificate, or driver's license. So, okay, so you don't have to audition. That's awesome. So your first day, you showed up. Walk us through what happened. What was it like? My first day, I
1: showed up. I went and spoke with the manager. It was, uh, again, him just, like, making me feel comfortable, filling out some paperwork. Then I went and got ready. And then I did some shots. And he was like, if you need anything, uh, come and get me or want to just hang out for a second, just come and get me, it's fine, you know, um, but then I just, uh, I had a couple shots, and then I went and started talking to people. I'm trying to think of what even, like, really happened. I haven't had to go on stage yet. What? Um, I almost had to go on last night.
0: You've worked four shifts, like, and you haven't had to go on stage once yet?
1: Not yet, no.
0: Holy cow, how many girls work at your club?
1: Um, there's actually, like, a fair amount. But then some nights, like last night, we were kind of, like, down dancers. So the manager was the one who said, listen, you know, like, if you don't want to dance for, like, the first five times, like, that's fine. So that way you can just sort of watch the girls
0: see how they're moving. Oh, and that sort of stuff. I see. Okay, so, okay, so that's the reason why you haven't been up yet. I thought, I thought they had so many girls that you just hadn't been called in rotation yet. I was like, holy cow. I've oh, looked- no okay but i almost
1: had to go on last night so i told the dj that what the manager said he was just like sorry uh he lied to you (laughs) so i'm like okay you know trying to get ready so unfortunately i then went did quite a few shots and so then when i was coming up to see my turn i went up and talked to him and he said don't worry about it i made it so that you don't have to go on tonight so Mm. i was like oh my goodness thank you so much yeah i was like i've already done so many shots but i'm like maybe i should just do it and he was like okay well if they're, like, at, at a certain point in the night, like, if you want to come and dance, then come and talk to me and we'll, I'll get you out there. So, by the time I was ready, it was, like, all the girls, they were done. So, like, the last girl was on stage and he wasn't putting anyone else up. So, I was like, okay, shoot. But I might go on tonight. Like, it, I'm hoping it's not, I mean, I hope it's busy, but just for the sake of, like, my anxiety... I'm hoping it's not too busy, and that way I can go on and kind of practice and do my first stage dance. So just to get it done, like done and over with, because I feel like that's really like what has my nerves the most.
0: Yeah, it's funny how when you go through with something and you actually do it, you realize, wow, that really wasn't that bad. <laughs> But building it up in your mind, that's the kicker right there like you going in and having your fir- so what was your first day like? You, you said you don't really remember most of how it went like exactly but what did it you was, think? It was good. Good, good. That's great to hear. So there are
1: sort of like there are some rules but they're minimal. The managers usually like make the girls dance a few times throughout the week or, like, come to the club a few times like throughout the week before they get to work the weekend. And I had my first night on a Thursday. And then, so at the end of the night, I went and, like, said thanks to the manager, and he said that I could come back on the weekend. So he said he'd, like, been watching me, and I was uh, doing great, so...
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Do you have a nightly house fee? Yes.
1: Yeah. So we have weird hours. So it's, like, we open at, like, 9 or 9.30, then we close at 2.30, and then we open 4 o'clock on Friday. Now, I don't know about Friday, but every other night, if you're there before, I think it is 9 or 9.30, it's $35, and then any time after that, it's 55
0: And that's it? What time is the latest you can get there?
1: I don't think it really matters.
0: That's awesome.
1: Yeah, like, I mean, I'm on my way to work right now. I am running much later than I wanted.
0: yeah you got a crazy long drive. An hour and a half is super far. Yeah, my, my, like, my actual residential area, unfortunately, like, we aren't allowed to have strip clubs. Very, very competitive. Uh, And, yeah, we're not allowed to have strip clubs, so there aren't, like,
1: any. This is probably one of the
0: closest ones. Wow. Yeah, that's super far. I was really surprised when you said that. How do you feel when you get off work? Are you still kind of awake? Are you tired or? Um,
1: I feel like there's been a couple nights that I was like maybe one or two nights that I was really tired. Yeah. Um and I couldn't wait to get home. But then other times I was like pretty happy. I mean
0: So you've worked every single day since you started. Do you started on Thursday, right?
1: Yeah, except for Friday.
0: Wow, girl, that's amazing. How did your body feel the next day? Did you feel sore? Did you feel all right?
1: Definitely sore. Yeah. Um, but I also, like, I mean, I'm not too, too bad because I also, like, I stretch and I go to the gym. Mm, oh, so good. So there's a lot of stretching involved. You know what I mean? So yeah. It's like, I'd
0: have
1: to take a real beating.
0: for Right. To, like, stretching is. Know, but, of
1: course, like, wearing heels, like, all night, that's all.
0: Yeah, what size do you have? Are they 6-inch, are they 7-inch, or higher, shorter?
1: The ones are 6-inch, and then the other ones are, like, nearly 7 inches.
0: Okay. Do you feel comfortable in the 7-inch ones, or...? Yeah, definitely.
1: And, the, like, well, the brands that I use, it makes it so much easier because they're not so... Like, there's a platform on them, and there's, like, the incline isn't so steep, right? Just, like, a basic black pair... And there's a clear pair. Like, I would say, like,
0: so the heel is, like,
1: about six, seven inches, and then the platform is about two inches, two and a bit. Yeah. So it makes it a lot easier, I find,
0: anyway. Yeah, when I first started out, I was in regular high heels, and I was kind of, yeah, I was kind of worried to buy stripper heels because they looked so tall. But then when I finally got some, I got some with a fairly thick heel, and i felt totally comfortable there was no wobbling or anything like that so it seemed it's to work so out much better yeah is your club topless is it nude uh, it's nude it is nude um, wow you started yeah, off at no. a nude club i'm very surprised how did you feel yeah. the first time you took off your clothes were you super nervous or oh uh, no not really i'm pretty open in general
1: like I'm mostly naked at my house all the time anyways. Yeah. Like, on, yeah. And I mean, like, of course there's always those insecurities and stuff like that, but at the same time too, I mean, it's just
0: recognizing that we're all different. Yeah. You know, we all have,
1: there's flaws about everyone, you know what I mean? But when you're in the club, like, guys are coming to you. And, and like, as you've said in many videos, like, it's a huge confidence. Like, I don't have low self-esteem to begin with, but like, even on top of that, it's just so nice. I mean, of course, I'm humble, but I do love myself, you know what I mean? I, I work hard. I go to the gym, so I do take pride in that. Yeah. Um, but it's just, like, when guys come to you, I mean, they're coming to you, you know what I mean? So, right. it, it's not, yeah, it's just a huge confidence boost.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, I've yeah. noticed a lot, I mean, it's like guys are different beings inside of a strip club and outside of a strip club like I just don't think that they for the most part would ever treat a girl the same outside of a strip club as they would inside of a strip club like the way that they interact I've found is I mean they're totally open with just being like wow like you're super beautiful when somebody wouldn't say that necessarily outside or even kind of look at you the same way as they would otherwise so
1: honestly I completely agree I have dealt with I mean obviously like guys proposition you whatever it is what it is I don't get offended about it I just say no and and that's it you know what I mean but my other job that I'm a bartender at I've had men be so much more disrespectful and vulgar yeah at my bartending job than I have at the strip club like guys are so sweet
0: yeah I wonder what they're just craving you yeah, I wonder what the difference is. I It feels like, and I know I'm not the only girl to notice this. I've, I've heard it multiple times. It's like the power dynamic switches inside of strip clubs. For some reason, it's like the women in this strip club have all the power. And I've noticed that at bars, it does seem like, I don't know, men are more degrading and more just, I don't know how to describe it. But In a strip club, it just feels like they treat you better and they give you money. (laughs) I
1: wonder, yeah, I honestly think it's because, yeah, we kind of like, of course we're there to be their fantasy and please them, but at the same time, they're coming to us for a reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if they're going to be assholes or dicks about stuff, okay, by, you know right. what I mean? Like you don't get to come in here and treat us like that. Right. Whereas in the real world, there aren't any real repercussions because it, they do get to, you know what I mean? Right. And sometimes their friends will also laugh along with them and think it's funny. And then they've now got that reward of, or that validation that they, I don't know, you know, that they, they feel like they've done great by degrading us or something like that. Whereas in the club, we do have that
0: power. Right. We plus are kind of the plus you can just walk away. Like in a bartending job, if you have somebody sitting at, at the bar, you can't ask, well maybe you can. I don't know if you can ask him to leave or not, but For the most part, I don't think like I waited tables for way too long and I couldn't ask my tables to leave if I didn't like them, you know, they were there and I had to wait on them. But in a strip club, if somebody is even kind of rude or looks at you funny or says anything you don't like, you can literally just stand up and walk away and have, you know, absolutely no repercussions from that. It's just like, okay, well, I really have no desire to talk to you, so I'm just going to go ahead and go. I mean, you don't even need to see it. You can just get up and walk away. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it does feel totally different. Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm pretty lucky in the sense of, like, the bar that I work at. We, uh, we too, like, call the shots sort of there. Obviously, like, you have to be professional and you have personal, like, personal skills and stuff like that. But, yeah, if someone's being an asshole, like, that does not fly. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. Whereas I have had other jobs where, you know, the customer is 100% right all the time, and you can't, you know what I mean, you can't do anything about it. Right. Um, So, yeah, I've experienced both both of those worlds, really.
0: So you work two other jobs, bartending, and what's the other one?
1: The other one I work with, someone who is a young, well, he's not a young man, he's about, he's about almost 30, um, and he just kind of has, like, social challenges and academic delays.
0: Okay. So, yeah, I just kind of take him to do uh, fun stuff and interact in the public and stuff like that. Do you think that stripping is going to get you to the point that you want to walk away from either of those or from both of them? Oh, yeah,
1: absolutely. I've, um, yeah, I, like, right now I am in the process of my one bar job. Like, unfortunately, we get, like, our schedule,
0: like, a month
1: in advance. Oh, my God. I... Yeah, it's pretty insane. It's, especially in the summer, it's hard to plan anything or have, like, because you don't know when the weather's going to be nice and stuff like that. So that kind of sucks. And I'm just kind of over it, you know? Like, we're, yeah. it, like I Exactly. Like, as I said, I mean, I have been spoken to more disrespectfully at the bar, and not even just, like, like disrespectfully, but also, like, explicitly vulgar. Like, things that, even if, like, my boyfriend said them to me, like I might be like, what the hell? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. It's just I'm just over it. So over it. I'm so over. Yeah.
0: <laughs> can, I,
1: so can I? Can I ask? My up. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm just waiting till my schedule's up, and it's because my actually like my manager is one of my great friends, so oh, I don't want to leave her hanging. Yeah. But uh, that way she hasn't find someone, and uh, and then I think I'm actually gonna like probably like. Start to look it closer
0: to here. Look into clubs closer to you. Well,
1: no, like moving close to uh, the club that I work at. Oh so
0: yeah, area. yeah, that's a great idea. Honestly, especially if you're drinking, because that's that's. Ah, I hate to say it, but it is. It's dangerous. It's super dangerous.
1: Very very much so.
0: Yeah, it maybe. I don't know, maybe you could figure out a way to cut yourself off at like midnight or something like that so that you know for sure. You know, there's actually, there's little things that you can plug into your phone to see where your alcohol content level is at. Not that, you know, just throwing it out there. I don't know that you'd be interested in getting it or not, but I've heard that there's little plugins for your phone that you can, I don't even know which kind of phones. I don't know if it's Android or iPhone or whatever, but definitely something to uh to consider because you are super far from your job that's really far can i ask oh, yeah. can i ask what the the difference in money is from bartending to stripping is it a significant difference
1: yes i like i do make pretty good money bartending but it's not as consistent i would say like And kind of like when you measure, like, what you have to put up with at the bartending job as opposed to here. Yeah. I mean,
0: you can only spend 10 minutes with someone. That's 60 bucks right there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right.
1: Um, Whereas sometimes, because not only do I have to share my tips with, like, the other bartenders, I mean, it's not just one. Sometimes it's, like, two or three other bartenders. Oh, damn. You know? And then, yeah. So we've had, like, a really slow day, and, of course, it's these like, you would know like waitresses and bartenders get paid less mm-hmm. than because we are we rely on tips right yeah so it's just like it's not consistent like the other day I, I worked and I was like I think I made $75 or something like that which I mean is better than minimum wage you know what I mean but right I, I was like I had just worked at the club the night before and I was like I made this in like 10 minutes last
0: night hell you know? yeah that's right. awesome that's so that's so awesome to hear
1: yeah, so it's money for sure. Time and money, right? Like
0: Yeah. Would you mind sharing what your best night's been so far? If and if you don't want to, that's totally cool. Yeah, how much I've made? Yeah.
1: I think it was last night and it was probably around
0: five or six hundred. See, look at that. You don't even you don't even remember if it was five or six hundred. That's the amazing thing about stripper money is it's like You can legitimately not realize if it was $500 or $600 when if it was your other job, it wouldn't have been, I mean, that might have been, that $100 might have been your whole shift.
1: Literally.
0: That's fascinating. That's, that's really fascinating. And so many, so many people just don't, don't know, don't know that. How did you feel the first night you looked down at all your money?
1: Oh. I love yeah. money Let I, me come. Too. I really really love
0: money yeah
1: um so when I have like a nice wad in my hand and like my wallet is just
0: popping yeah I
1: love that you know and then going and depositing a
0: big chunk into the bank yeah there's no better feeling like there's no and it's security right like it's just very you much feel
1: good when you feel secure yeah and money provides
0: that yeah it does it does. There's, uh, you you maybe you've heard the term before, uh, "fuck you money," where it's basically like you don't need anything from anybody because you know for sure you're fine no matter what because you have money. Not necessarily. What is that? Uh, I've heard it called "fuck you money," and it's basically like you don't need anything from anyone, so you're basically not in a vulnerable position. Because you don't need to be. You've got enough resources that no matter what anyone says or does, you're fine. Mm -hmm. It's very, yeah, yeah, it's definitely peace of mind. That's for sure. It's definitely peace of mind. And you know, something I've noticed about stripping is it is a skill. It's a real skill. And when you travel, let's say you were to get robbed and someone were to take all of your cash and like you were really, you were really screwed. You can find a strip club to go into and make money that day. And you're going to be fine. It's an extremely helpful. Yes. Very reliable. Yeah. Because there's strip clubs everywhere. I feel like there's strip clubs everywhere. Maybe I haven't looked all over, but I feel like there's strip clubs everywhere. So yeah, five or 600. That's awesome. That's super cool to hear. And you haven't even worked the weekend yet.
1: I work Saturday night, but in Canada, it's the long weekend. And so, to my knowledge, after talking with the other girls, long weekends kind of in general suck. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's a little unfortunate that, like, that was my first weekend. But it was a good weekend, I feel like, to start on. Yeah. You know? And, I mean, I, like I said, like, when was it? Saturday night. Yeah, yesterday was Sunday. So, Saturday night, I, um... Literally didn't even, so I went, so my, like, as soon as I got out on the floor, I went and spoke with one guy, um, anyways, he didn't, he didn't end up getting a dance, but the guys right beside him, (laughs) the, the one guy wanted to dance, so I literally didn't even, like, move seats, it was just like, and then after him, it was like, other guys were coming up to me, and then, like, it was just like, boom, 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 and before I knew it, like, I was in the VIP room, and then the lights were being, like, turned on, and I was like, oh, my God, okay.
0: Oh, my God! That's awesome! So you stayed busy like all night, yeah,
1: yes. yeah,
0: oh, that's super cool to hear,
1: yeah, I was uh definitely, and you know what like last night, I would have made so much more money had I not been so anxious and like trying to prepare to go on stage because I literally spent so much time like in my own head. Yeah. You know, that, yeah, like guys were literally, because I mean, I have no problem approaching. Like, I don't just go in there and uh, sit there and wait for people to come talk to me. Absolutely not. But last night, I was just so in my own head that I was like, but guys were coming up to me. So that's when I would go and do a dance or whatever, right? But, yeah. I would have made so much more money had I just, like, not, not built the interpretation so much.
0: Yeah. You're gonna. I think you're gonna be shocked. It's really not a big deal. Like all the anxiety that you had before going in the, your first night and it's kind of dissipated, I think it's going to be the exact same with you when you get on stage. Like, your first couple minutes, maybe you might be slightly intimidated, but I think as soon as you get up there, I think you're going to be like, oh, I got this. Like, no problem, I got this. Because so many girls talk about, oh, I don't have any experience on the pole. It really does not matter. It's just a prop. It's just a prop. You can use to dance around, you can use to dance with, like, it's not like you need to flip upside down and twirl and stuff like that. It's just a prop. It's just there. I've worked at clubs that don't even have a pole. I mean, yeah, Dollhouse and Penthouse in Tampa, Florida, they don't even have a pole. So yeah, so it's really not a big deal at all. Something that I noticed for myself is I like to do floor work more so than be on the pole anyway. That pole, I don't want to say it can be dangerous, but it can be, you know, like climbing up it and stuff like that can be dangerous. I hate to admit that, but you know, girls that wear lotion and stuff like that, I mean, there's just... I don't know when, when you get on that thing, like, you know, we've got body weight, like we're all at least probably going to be a hundred pounds. So to slip on that thing is not going to be comfortable. So I like to do floor work mostly. And as long as you're careful, like arching your back a lot and stuff and bending over slowly and just moving slowly and making eye contact and rubbing yourself and stuff like that. I mean, it really does not take much to be to look sexy at all. Mm-hmm. it It's it's it, true. Yeah. What was your first dance yeah. like? Let me try to remember. See, um, that's so amazing. You don't even remember already. It was four, four days ago. That's so crazy. I mean, but if it was busy, <laughs> you know, it makes sense. The, and this is exactly why I want to interview girls, like, right away, because it's amazing how quickly all these customers start to just, like, Blur together, because you talk, a, like, you talk to so many people in a night, they can start to blur together. Did you have Absolutely, any... Absolutely, like, Yeah, did you have any customers that paid you a lot in particular that you were like, I really want to remember this guy? Um... Not yet? I
1: don't, uh, Yeah, I would say there, there are a couple. And then, the, like, the night that, unfortunately, I got cut off in the VIP room, like... I probably
0: would have made a lot more money with that guy. What do you, you mean got cut off? Was guy. the club closed? Uh,
1: yeah, the club closed. All the lights turned on.
0: Yeah. There really should be something, some way that we can keep making money off of guys after clubs close because that's super unfortunate. I've made a ton mm-hmm. of money. I think I feel like if I had to peg a time that I've made the most money at any club, it's literally right before it closes. I mean... Whatever, whatever yeah. the, t- the closing time is, if it's 2 or if it's 4 or 5, like I feel like that's always been, that last hour or two, I feel like has always been the best. I worked with this one girl a long time ago, and our club was closing, and she was dancing for some guys that did not want the night to be over. I think they were on vacation or something like that. And we ended up going, she asked me to come with her, and we all got paid. She asked me to come to some... I don't know exactly how to describe it, but it was like an adult video store that also had a pool table in the back and then couches and stuff. And we went there and danced for these guys at this 24-hour place that we knew nobody was going to be in the back. We didn't get naked. We still had underwear on, but um, but we still ended up making a lot of money off of them because we still had a place that we could be. Now, that might not have been, you know, honestly, it might not have been the smartest idea because we had to drive there. So now they know what our cars look like and stuff like that. So potentially that could have really been a bad idea. But I don't know. In a lot of years of dancing, I have not had anybody from a strip club stalk me or give me a hard time at all. So I'm not saying that girls shouldn't be careful because you absolutely should be careful like at all times and even I mean having guys or having uh bouncers and stuff walk you to your car I think is super important because you never know I mean you know some people are crazy you never know but that could be anywhere that could be at the grocery store so just being aware and being careful is always you know it's always good do you guys have bouncers that walk you to your car
1: no we don't yeah i imagine like if there was like a night that i was feeling really like unsafe or something like that or something happened in the night i'm sure like like safety measures like that would be taken yeah but most of the time like by the end of the night the club like clears out if you're still doing some, like a couple dances then that's that's really it yeah um, like girls don't dance all the way to the
0: end as far or at the club that i work at oh okay Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I promise you. If I don't know if uh, so far if you've stayed until the very end, but I swear that's where I've made most of my money, and that's where it seems to be the easiest to get customers to say yes, because it's like, well, okay, it's the end of the night. I'm gonna go home, so. I just go around and ask everybody, like, because why not? I mean, you're, like, if you're, especially if you're one of the last people there, that was definitely, I did that all the time, and it worked really consistently, so.
1: Honestly, I agree, like, in the four nights, well, this will be my fourth, so I've only technically worked three nights. Oh, okay,
0: I thought Um, this was your fourth, or fifth night, never mind.
1: Yeah, sorry, no, just my third night. But uh, I agree, I have stayed till, like, close, and the last couple hours is
0: when I've banged out the most money. Yeah, interesting. I wonder why that is. I wonder if it's because it's like, you know, this is their last chance to have fun, so it's like, mm-hmm. why not? I wonder if our sales approach is different, too, It towards the end of the night. It's more like, hey, it's now or never kind of thing, or... I don't know. Do you feel like yeah. Do you feel like your sales pitch or whatever changes towards the end of the night? I don't know if
1: I would say that necessarily. I was actually going to ask you, like, when you – so how do you transition from, like, you know, having a conversation? How do you, like, do a transition to asking if a guy wants to dance?
0: It depends. So this is something that I really need to – I really need to focus more on. When I first went back to dancing, because I took a long time off – When I first went back to dancing, I would just start to lay it on really hard, and it worked right away, but then I thought about it when I left, and I was like, what the hell did I do? Like, I feel like I need to go in and record my conversation with somebody. I don't even think that that would be legal, but I wouldn't put it online. I would just go and do it so that I could take notes. Do you do that when you go to sit down with somebody? Do you sit on their lap? Do you sit next to them? Does it vary?
1: I have sat on a couple guys' laps, but it's been at their request. Like, if uh. I say, hey, do you mind if I take a seat? They'll say, yeah, sit down on my knees. So then I will, of course. And Or I'll say, like, do you mind if I pull the chair? So if they say, yeah, you know, pull the chair or, like, take a seat, then that's what I do.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, now, I do, like, if we are having a like, good conversation, then, yeah, I do get, you know, I touch, I put my hand on their leg or I touch their arm or something
0: like that. Yeah. I feel like when you go in to do that is a good time to start transitioning into, Hey, I'm going to ask you to dance soon. So like, if you're talking, if you're talking with somebody going to put your hand like on their neck and leaning in and like looking at them, like deep in the eye and just, I mean, In some cases, when it's like the conversation goes from lively to maybe it's kind of maybe he's starting to look around a little bit or it's you don't really know what else to say next or something like that. That's kind of when I would just lean in and just be like, hey, I have something that I would like to show you. Or, hey, can you come with me? Or I've noticed for myself it tends to be pretty abrupt. It's a pretty abrupt shift not really and I don't even know why and I don't think that it's necessarily the same with all of them but in different clubs are different too like the club that I worked at in Florida the hustle was super super fast I mean you didn't sit down with somebody you walked up to them if they were standing you walked up to them put your arms around their neck and look them deep in the eye and just I don't know, man. I've used all kinds of crazy lines. I would go into more along the lines of saying something either sexy or funny, and then being like, I have something I'd really like to show you. And then moving them towards towards the dance area. But then in some clubs, it's like, if you do it too fast, like it's just not normal. They're not used to that at all, which can be okay sometimes, though. And If you go and you talk to a customer and you try to sell them right away and they say no, you don't need to get up and leave. You can sit there and then change the subject and start talking about something else and then try to sell them again. And then if they still say no, you can change the subject again, start talking to them a little bit more, and then try them again. I talked to a, a manager that works at a hustler club And he said that one of his highest money makers, she never acts like the guy said no. So, like, if he says no, she'll, you know, she'll excuse herself, you know, politely. Like, she'll finish up conversation, excuse herself. And then she'll come back. And she'll act like he never said no to her. And she'll just kind of start talking to him again and be friendly and sexy and whatever, and then she'll try to sell him again. And then if he says no, she knows she'll leave, and then she'll come back again and still act like he hasn't said no to her. And I don't remember how many times he said that she would do that, but it was over and over and over. She just doesn't act like, I mean, especially if the club is slow and she has nothing to lose, instead of going to sit in the dressing room or something like that, which a lot of girls tend to do, he said she's one of the highest money makers, and uh, and that works really well for her. So I'm about to head down to Florida next week, and I'm going to be working at one of the clubs there. So I'm going to give a lot of different things a try. I think I'm going to go into experimentation mode and try out a lot of things and see what, what works and what doesn't work. And I think that's a huge thing,
1: too, is just kind of, like, experimenting with things.
0: Like, yeah. Plus, it's fun. It can be fun. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And and that's it. Like make it fun, you know, I think that's
0: great. Yeah. Yeah. If you, yeah, if you don't make it fun, you know, like I think it's important to make it fun. Sometimes after selling customers, I don't know if you've tried this yet or not, but I've noticed, at least for me, I find it super interesting to, after you're done dancing with them to just ask them like, what was it that made you want to dance with me? You know, there's a lot of other girls here. Like why me? And get the answer and find out because you could have qualities to yourself that you might not even realize. And if you keep getting the same answer consistently, you can really enhance those qualities or make them more obvious or use them more to sell people more. Absolutely. I actually, I asked
1: a few people that last night and so I got like, you know, I got the response back. I do get the, it's either my outfit or my hmm. my hair because I do uh, have short hair. Like it's very short. It's more like a boy cut.
0: Oh, cool. Um,
1: yeah,
0: and uh, I'm happy to hear that because I'm about to cut mine off. <laughs> so. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm do like, it. Do it. Yeah, so I'm happy to hear that. That's cool.
1: Yeah, and I just have like I guess I have a different look. Like I don't know. I've kind of always been told that too I look, I have a different
0: look Yeah, that's awesome Yeah,
1: so, you know, I use that I'm still, like, I mean, and I'm still, like, very new too, you know Oh, yeah,
0: you're super new You're super, and you sound like you're doing great already
1: Thank you Yeah,
0: that's extremely impressive Yeah. Do you try to average an amount hourly or just kind of as much as you can?
1: You know what, I haven't really applied anything like that yet. Yeah. Which I do think I will take I'll look at doing that more, I think, in the future. But for right now I'm still just kind of feeling it out and finding like what ways work for me and still kinda of just talking to people of like what makes me stand out. And really learning like trying to learn as much as I can about how I can, you know, promote myself the best.
0: Yeah. I love that you just said that, promote yourself the best because I think that that's super important. I've been thinking about different ways that girls can keep in touch with customers outside of work. Not necessarily that anybody or everybody would want to do that, but there can be so much extra money that can be made from these guys outside of work. So, for example, go on. Oh, no. So I was just
1: going to say, like, I one of your other videos that I listened to about how, um, yeah, you have like there's guys that'll buy you stuff
0: and yeah. stuff like
1: that and how it's really important to like, you know, be responsible with your money and not yeah. spend it. So like obviously when I was younger I went through uh I would just I needed everything that was, you know, name brand, trendy, all that stuff. But really it's such a waste of
0: money. Oh my god it's you know, awful.
1: If it gifted to me, you know, then that's a different story. But I would never actually go out and spend you know, two thousand
0: dollars on a dress. Right. Or, oh my god, yeah. You know, a thousand dollars on a pair of
1: shoes. Like that's just not practical for
0: me. Yet. Yeah. And,
1: and to be honest, if a guy was gonna buy that for me, like sure, it would be nice, but I would rather need some money. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like
0: Yeah, well here's something to keep in mind is some customers won't be as happy about giving you money as they would about getting you stuff. So, which sucks. It does. It sucks. But I had a customer, my longest customer, the first few nights he came in, he gave me a shitload of money. And then after that, he was like, he came back in and he was like, listen, this is really fun, but you know, I would really like to see you outside of here. And it was like, all right, well, I know how that works and that's not good. So how about you take me shopping instead? And I still made just as much, if not more money from him going shopping with him. But here's something I would definitely say for sure is, you know, as ridiculous as this sounds, or I don't know how this is going to sound, but don't. I mean, I don't know. Do again. Do, you know, do whatever you want. But I wouldn't take advantage of them and buy a bunch of shit you don't care about. So if they're gonna spend a lot of money on you, go find a gorgeous necklace that you're going to want to keep forever or a bracelet or earrings or something that's you know that's really expensive that you know you're absolutely going to love but picking up stuff here and there just because it's expensive and it's okay you know it's all right but you're just getting it just because i think I think most people would end up regretting that, but going out and being like, okay, no, I absolutely love this and I really want it. I think that kind of thing will make you happy as opposed to being like, I'll get, you know, I'll get that just because so-and-so is paying for it. Plus accumulating stuff is very draining. I find, I find it to be very draining, especially if you, yeah. And if you like move around or travel, it's just, it's, it's, I don't know, something about it I just don't like. So getting stuff that you absolutely love and not acquiring a bunch of materialistic bullshit, really, is what it is, tends yeah. to be better. Or you could even have a buy you plane tickets. You know, if you have guys that want to spend money on you, like, but they don't necessarily want to give you cash because that will happen. Uh, Get them, yeah, plane tickets or hotels or stuff like that. I mean, there's a lot of things you can do besides just, um, besides just going shopping. So, man, there's so many different ways to make money off of customers. There's so many different ways. There's a guy that... I met a long time ago, actually on What's Your Price. Have you seen that site yet?
1: Well, I just know about it from your video.
0: Okay, the site is awesome. I mean, it's really something else. I don't know if it's popular at all in Canada or not, but I walked away from stripping for a really long time because of that site. I mean, I would have guys pay me $150 to go to lunch with them. And I'd keep my clothes on. And I would just enjoy lunch and have fun with these guys. And it wasn't like, you know, you're not, they're not paying you to hook up with them. They're paying you to go on a date with them. And I met this one guy that I had a lot of fun with. Hardcore, like, country guy. Like, super southern gentleman. Like, I mean, absolutely adorable. And he messaged me. And he was like... I'm going to Mexico and I don't want to go by myself. Do you want to go with me? He said, I'll give you $1,000 to go with me for like, I think it was like four days or something like that. And this guy was such a gentleman on our date. I was like, I couldn't possibly imagine him trying anything. And I told him, I said, listen, I would really like to go, but... I don't want there to be any type of expectation whatsoever. I mean, I would like to go and hang out with you and talk and we can drink and stuff like that. I said, but you know, I'm not going to hook up with you. There is not going to be that kind of dynamic going on there at all. And he was like, that's okay. He was like, I just, I don't want to go by myself, but I really need a vacation. And he was so genuine about it. And I was like you know what, fuck it, I'm going to go. And I think it was, uh, I don't know if it was the day before he ordered my plane ticket or what it was, but I ended up calling him and I was like, listen, I think I should back out because I'm worried that you're going to change your mind or we're going to get there and you're going to be frustrated if nothing happens or, you know, or, or whatever. And he goes, no, he goes, no, no, no. He goes, nothing like that's going to happen. And if we get there and you decide that you're uncomfortable, I'll get you your own room and, and, and whatever, because we were in the same room but we had different beds. And I went and I had a great time. He didn't once, not once, try to hit on me or anything. We just went and hung out and uh, it was a great time and I made a thousand dollars. And I went to Mexico. Awesome. <laughs> Stayed in a nice resort. I think, see, I think that
1: absolutely like there's so many different ways
0: to make money. And yeah. People really need to explore all the options. Yeah. Um, but again, I think really really
1: sticking to your guns about being clear like listen there isn't going to be any sort of sexual relationship between us yeah and be very very clear about that
0: yeah um, crystal like where, what your yeah. boundaries are because for instance like last night so
1: again there was like one customer left in the bar he you know started talking to me and he said you know like would you come to my house so I said uh, I, th- I thought about it right and I said he said how much for you to come to my house and I, I said like, my price, and, um, but I said, I made it so clear, like, listen, I'm not going to have sex with you, I'm not going to give you a blowjob, job. there's going to be none of that, right. um, anyways, we, he said, okay, how about I give you, I made him give me, like, a couple hundred bucks before I went there, and then he said, if he's enjoying our time, then we will, he'll, he'll pay me more money, and I would stay until, like, 10 a.m. or something like that, so anyways, he gave me the couple hundred bucks, I went to his house, and now, it was about, like, the hour or so was up. And so I said, well, you know, like, what are you wanting to do? Are you wanting to uh, still hang out or, you know, have fun? Like, tell me what. And so, anyways, then he tried to get me to, like, have sex with them. But there was a serious language barrier. Like, he was from Uzbekistan. and mm. uh, But I made it so clear. And, I just, and like, the guy's name, I might not gonna say his name, but I was just like, you know, telling you, I was like, no. We talked about this so in depth; you knew nothing was going to happen. So, whatever. I mean, I hopped an Uber and left. Yeah. You know, and it was like, okay, that was fine. A couple hundred bucks for an hour of my time. Right. No problem. But it would have been like you really, really have to make it very, very clear. Like, yeah. Because there's like guys will try to pull that stuff, and but don't get me wrong. Like sometimes there are positive experience. Like I'm not gonna say sometimes. Like I'm gonna say there's a good amount or a good balance you know what I mean like there's the good and the bad but there is the good and the bad you know so yeah just be very clear and you can have great experiences but you know sometimes there will be that one that gets in there yeah
0: you know? and the language barrier thing huh. is very important to point out because guys seem to have very uh, selective hearing. I guess it seems like a lot of guys have very selective hearing. So Mm -hmm. to be very, very, very clear, yeah, is super, super, super important. Because you don't want to lead him on. You certainly don't want to make him mad. Like, if you were to have have toyed with him a little bit and kind of made it sound like something was going to happen, and then he gave you money, and then you went back to his house, and then you were like, no, nothing's going to happen – He might have gotten angry, you know, and you do not want to make somebody angry, especially while you're at their house with nobody around. So, yeah. So what made you feel comfortable enough? I don't even know if that's a good question. I've noticed some guys are starting to listen to my podcast too, so I don't even know if that's a good question to ask, but did you trust, did you trust that everything was going to be okay or... You kind of have to
1: have, like, there is a bit of blindness to it. Because, I mean, people could say, I could say that I'm 84 and I'm a multi-millionaire. Yeah. You know what I mean? So people can lie, but, you know, he did, he 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 was a nice guy. Yeah. He actually was a nice guy. It was just, there was a serious language barrier. But I know that he knew that we, like, we weren't going to do anything. And then, exactly as you said, the time of vision happened and, and whatever, right? He wanted more for what I wasn't gonna give him right anyways but you know he kind of told me a bit of a backstory like sort of like what was going on in his life but his mother-in-law lived in the
0: basement oh my Um, god
1: yeah so he she was there now I know that sounds really bad
0: no honestly I feel like that that sounds better because that's like if you scream you know the mother-in-law's downstairs I would have felt more safe that way Exactly.
1: I just meant, like, that because of his wife. But no, his wife and him split up, and that's why he was at the club. He said he's never even seen the club. He doesn't even know, you know? Yeah. Um, and he did. He seemed very uninformed about the way things work, and he didn't really have any idea of what was going on, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: Or, like, how it worked. But no, his his mother-in-law being there was definitely the thing that was, like, like you know, made me feel a bit more safe going. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and it was, like, uh, because exactly, like, when him and I, so when, eventually when he was, like, no, we'll just go upstairs or whatever, and I was, like, no, absolutely not. And I started to get, like, a more assertive tone. Yeah. then he started, you know, he was, like, backpedaling and, like, trying to get me to, I wasn't yelling or screaming or anything like that, but I was definitely, like, more firm. Yeah. And not beating around the bush, you know? And then, so, he, uh... So we ended up, you know, I just ended up leaving
0: and then that was it. Have you by any chance seen my, uh, stripper safety video?
1: I probably have.
0: It's about, it's about. I have, no, I've like, I've
1: watched so many of your uh, So many of your videos.
0: That's awesome. That's super cool to hear. It's about changing their customer's state of mind and it's yeah. not. Yeah. So if you were to be in a bad situation, like doing something fucking random to make them and usually I think a huge portion of the time you'd be best off asking a question because when you ask a question and this works for children too like if there's a little kid that's crying uncontrollably if you ask the kid hey what color is that the kid will Their mind starts to turn, their wheels start to turn to be like, well, it's that color. They go into this I need to come up with an answer thing. So if you were to ask a super random question... Like, hey, what's the most disgusting food you've ever eaten? Like, if you can tell that the person is starting to get that tunnel vision and they look like sex has just consumed their brain and that's all they can think about. And all of a sudden you're like, shit, I'm, I could be in a bad position right now. If you can feel it. Asking them questions or just saying something super random and changing their state of mind. I got to admit, that's gotten me out of some situations that I could have seen going south really quickly. And and then excusing yourself. So like, you know, if, if all of a sudden you feel like you could be in danger, doing something like that. And then waiting until they, you know, they kind of snap out of it. And then, you know, telling them, oh, I had such a great time with you. I really need to get going, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then get out. Because you don't want to wait yeah. for round two. You don't want to wait for them to get back into that snap, back into it. Because it could be five seconds before they're like, "Okay, I really want to fuck her" or something. So yeah, uh, yeah, super, 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 super important. Because guys are so much stronger than us. They really are. Like it's yeah, really weird, honestly. Like how like strong they are. Genetically, they're just built. It, 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 I know. It's it definitely.
1: It is weird because, I mean, even, like, you take a guy that's maybe, like, five foot six, five foot seven, you know, they had a decent build on them. They could still overpower a woman that's, like, six foot.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. My little sister was walking with this guy when she was probably, I think, maybe 14 or something like that. She was walking with a guy that was her size, maybe smaller than her. And they're walking down the street. It was he was a friend of ours, nobody intimidating or whatever, but they're walking down the street and he literally grabbed her side and picked her up and put him put her straight over his head. Like held her sideways over his head. No warning, no anything, just picked her up and held her over his head. I was like, how the fuck did he do that? And she goes, I have no idea. I mean, he's such a small guy. You would just never have have seen that coming. So, yeah, very important to stay super aware of, of all of that. I didn't realize how strong guys were until I was walking with a friend of mine. And just a guy from work. And uh, as a long time ago. It was not, certainly not a strip club and super skinny guy, super lanky looking dude. Didn't look like he had a single muscle in his body really. And we're walking and talking about something and we're just joking. And he looks at me, I don't even remember what we were talking about at this point because this shocked me so much that I don't even recall what we were talking about. But he looked at me and he goes, what did you say? And he pushed me and it was playing around. But I almost fell over and I couldn't believe how strong it was. I was like, that was, I mean, I, that's the very first time I remember being like, holy shit, guys are really, really strong. Like they're really strong. Yeah. So, so learning how to protect ourselves and to avoid situations or to be able to get out of situations I think is incredibly important. And I think it should be a topic all of its own on how to defend yourself. Something that I will say that my mom preaches. I'm going to let you go here in a minute. I know you're probably, are you at your, are you at your club yet?
1: I literally just pulled up.
0: Okay, cool. So I'm going to say this one more thing and then I'm going to ask you one more question. Is that okay? Yeah, definitely. Okay. So my mom has told me this over and over and over and I know she's right. If a guy gets aggressive with you and you don't know what to do, and they're in front of you, and you think he's going to hurt you, I do believe that this could actually kill somebody. I don't know that that's true or not, but I know it can do some serious damage. If you take the palm of your hand and punch them in the nose going upwards, like moving their bone in their nose towards their brain that can immediately shut someone down immediately. Like, I really think you can kill yeah. somebody doing that, but that's probably the easiest way that you could stop somebody immediately. If you're like, hey, fucking stop, and they don't stop, you could, seriously, you could stop somebody immediately from doing that. So, okay, so last question. Um, okay. What would you say to girls that are thinking about trying this out that are really afraid to do so?
1: I would say, number one, ask yourself what makes you so scared, whether it be, you know, whatever. Find a way to come to terms with it or make yourself feel comfortable with it, right? And then you just have to find find the motivation and, like, what's motivating you to do it. You know what I mean? Me, money drives me. Money drives me to do a lot of stuff. Not that I, you know, do anything sexual
0: or anything Yeah, well, like you that. got two I'm, jobs no, already, so... Yeah. Pardon? you got two jobs already, so now you got yeah. three. <laughs> so, like,
1: you do. You just have to find, like, what is uh, – what made you even think of it in the first place, you know? Don't be shy. Don't be nervous. I mean, it's going to happen, but just do it. Like, don't – procrastinate that's one thing that I actually really really regret that I did because like I said in the beginning I have been uh thinking about it for years and you know what I would have made so much money had I have done it when I first thought about it right um and don't be yeah don't be insecure just do it find <laughs> like uh, you have to find your own sort of style and your inner sexiness and embrace that just embrace who you are
0: awesome I love it. Thank you so much for your time, Natasha. I absolutely loved this. I really appreciate it. I was super lethargic when we first got on the phone. I had just ate some organic chocolate cake and stuff and I was like, oh, I'm so sleepy. So, yeah, no worries. Yeah, no, so, I appreciate you having me. Yeah, this, thank you. this has been awesome. I really appreciate it. We'll go make a lot of money and thank you again so much for this. I really appreciate it. Heck yes. Thank you so much. All right. Have a great night, girl. Thanks for listening, everybody. I hope that you had a fabulous time listening. If there's anything that you would like to ask questions about around this topic, please let me know. I hope that you're having a wonderful evening, and I will talk to you next time. Ciao.